Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be going over day four of the Big Brother 22, Big Brother All-Stars live feeds. We're updating you all the way from last night up until what's going on right now. They're about to start veto probably very, very soon. We, we're still waiting on them to actually officially start the competition. We have veto players picked. Uh, just a quick recap of the week so far. We have Cody as the HOH. We have Keisha and Kevin as the nominees. And now we have the veto players picked, and they are Kevin, Keisha, Cody, Ian, Enzo, and Tyler. I got all six. Hooray. Uh Anyway, we're going to go over everything that happened from nominations last night because that's where we ended on the last live feed update. Uh, if you're new to this channel and you're not subscribed, I encourage you to subscribe. If you're watching on Periscope, hello, hello, hello. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, that'd be wonderful. We do have the chat open uh, if you guys want to show up for the chat. Roxy is already gassed already a minute into this podcast, and I can't believe it. Roxy, go ahead and share. Hmm. Lucas said Daniel disgusts him. Oh my, Lucas coming at Daniel already. We love fan fan behavior. We'll get to that in a second. But to finish off this intro, my name is Barrett. Joining me as always is the lovely Roxy Hoffman and Daniel Icon Brown. Uh, guys, we we have a lot to go over. It's I we were saying this before we even started. There's 16 house guests in here, and for some reason. It's really hard to keep up with 16 house guests and where they stand with everyone because right now it seems like most of the conversations are going a little bit like this and you can agree with me or disagree with me. It's one person approaches the other person. One person says, has this person talked game with you yet? The other person says, no, I don't think anyone's talked game yet. And then that person says, I just like everyone. Don't you just like everyone? And then the other person says, yes, I just like everyone. Am everyone's I, so nice. Everyone <laughs> is so nice in this house. It's crazy how everyone is just so nice. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for everyone to not be so nice, but uh, that, it's, it gets a little convoluted that way. But I think we have a lot of good stuff to go over, and I think we have a lot of uh, things to talk about in regards to who might be playing the best game and who might be offending Daniel the most when they're anti-Janelle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we have a lot to talk about with this upcoming veto competition in various scenarios and who might be aligned with who going forward. So should we start a little bit chronologically and see where we can kind of pick up some game talk from there? Is that okay? Let's do it. You can do whatever you would like. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, so we have nominations and Keisha and Kevin are on the block. No surprise there. We have Keisha and Kevin both having these conversations with Cody and both kind of go in the same direction. Obviously, I think Cody feels a little bit worse about this Kevin nomination because prior to the nominations themselves, you know, Kevin and Cody are talking. Kevin's like, I just always have felt like, you know, I don't fit in and I'm on the outs. And this has kind of been Kevin throughout last night and this morning, you know, waking mm -hmm. up at like 7 a.m., you know, talking to the feeds, talking to his husband on the feeds uh, and just kind of being like, I just. <gasps> Kevin's I gay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I don't. I don't know how to respond. Uh, but he's he's sitting there like you know. I feel like I took someone's spot. You know, just really down on himself. And me and Roxy, Daniel, before he joined uh, the Discord call, uh, me and Roxy were talking about this, and that's why I had the BB11 wiki pulled up. It's Kevin wasn't someone that just got outrightly nominated or targeted in BB11. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't uh targeted well i told barrett i said well kevin is not accustomed to this because he was not 
uh, nominated, targeted, or any of that until very late in the season. I, and I sa- actually said, I think it's like around 50, day 50 or so. And Barrett looked it up. It was day 49. So I was super Nailed close. It, yeah. So proud of myself. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, and he didn't even stay on the block that week. Uh, so he wasn't sitting on the block on Thursday night or whatever night eviction night was back then. I'm pretty sure it was Thursday still. But anyway, um, it, he was not eligible to be evicted until the night he was evicted which was at final three and he shouldn't have been i mean he should have been if they wanted to win but because he would have won had he gone to the end but we were talking about it because barrett asked me who would i rather see go home this week if the two of the current nominees are the ones who are on the block on thursday and i'm sorry daniel but I did say I'd rather see Keisha go if it's between Kevin and Keisha. And it is because I do feel like he's better at the game. Hmm. Rebuttal? I mean, I do. But I love Keisha. It, it, it does kill me to say that I love her. I don't want either of them to go home. I want other people to go home. Right. I don't know how to facilitate that from here in my house because my name isn't Derek Lavasser, so I can't do it. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think this is a really tough scenario as fans to watch, but I, but I think there is a way uh, that neither Kevin <laughs> or Keisha could get evicted this week. I think it's a very slim chance, and I think obviously other people are going to have to facilitate this. Um, but we were kind of talking about this as well. If someone, like a nominee, were to win the veto, I don't really see the veto getting used if Ian, Enzo, or Tyler win. Obviously, Cody, if he wins, he's not using it. But if Ian, mm-hmm. Enzo, or Tyler win, I also don't see it being used, even though Enzo was picked by House Guest Choice uh, via Kevin, uh, which is really on Kevin. And we talked about this <laughs> kind, kind of at length at the group discussion earlier, where it's just like, why would Kevin pick Enzo? And Roxy was like, because he doesn't know that Enzo is, you know, going up to the HOH room and kicking Roxy it with... Roxy very passionate about that. Yeah, and kicking it with Cody and kicking it with Tyler. And it's well, like, I didn't understand what you were saying when you said, I don't understand why he would pick Enzo. I, I said, like, I can't believe mean? it. And I meant it, meant it in the context of, I can't believe that all these old school players yeah. keep having just no, like, I get it now. I get what you were saying now, but I was like, what, what do you mean? You don't understand that. Like he doesn't have the information that we have. He's going off of as, as Lucas has already pointed out in the chat that Kevin has a horrible read on this house. He does. Um, you know, we can't all be Nicole Anthony with that great read, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that, like, what I want to happen this week is Vito to be used. I honestly don't care on who I prefer it to be Keisha, but if having it say fine, I want as many people to be nominated by Cody so that they realize that they're not in the position that they think they are. Because I really feel like they feel like they're fine this week. So A you lot want, of- like, some extra Vito cops so people can just, like come off the block and Cody just keeps having to nominate and nominate and nominate. No, I want the season 18. BB 19 week one where. Oh yeah. 19. That's what it was. 19. Um, No, I want, I just want Vito to be used because I really think Nicole Anthony thinks she's in like a better position than she actually is. And same for like a couple other people. Um, I think they all think that to be honest. And like, it's been talked about, 
Janelle is like running this game. It looks like, like, oh my gosh, like, I think she has so much. Like, she's pulling the strings. I don't. And think, why so do they think that though? Why? Because, because she's never really. She's amazing. Okay, so uh, please don't at me if, because first of all, I really don't care what you think. But as awesome as Janelle is, she's never been the one pulling the strings. Not really, if, as far as the the entirety of the house. So why would they think that now? Based on what? I don't understand. Big name. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it is a big name, but she's not ever like historically, she hasn't been the string puller. She's not the puppet master. That's Raven. <laughs> right. Joking, Julie. <laughs> Yeah, it it was Nicole Anthony that last night was kind of like, oh, it's Janelle and Tyler, Janelle and Kaser, Janelle and Cody. Like that was Nicole Anthony, right? I'm not. Well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah it was. Okay. And it was at like 5 a.m. or something, and I'm hoping that it was just like delirium. She was just a little delirium. delirium. <laughs> yeah, and because I mean, it just if you step back and look at it, why would Janelle and Kaser compete? in the first week if they were running the game. Like, it's just so annoying to see everyone put the target on Janelle. In case they're for, like, I guess it's just the easy out. It's kind of like mob mentality in a sense. Not necessarily in the BB-19 type of mob mentality, but just trying to find the easy out. I mean, it is. Well, I mean, I just think that is, is... Just goes back to the, you know, old Miss Diaz twine, anyone but me mentality. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just, it's just crazy to me. They, Lucas just said, well, I mean, basically what I was trying to say, he just said, um, Janelle is and always has been the underdog. I mean, that's like relatively true. That's pretty true. Um, in all of her seasons. So why these people think that she's running things, I'll never understand. She clearly never has, and she's definitely not right now. And maybe it has something to do with how much she pre-gamed before the season started, because I'm, I've heard that out of everybody, um, she pre-gamed the most, except for jo Josh Martinez. And he did a lot. So that means she did a lot. I mean, if we're to believe that rumor. So maybe they're basing it on that. Like she pre-gamed so much. But I really just think it's because her name is spoken with such reverence that I don't I don't think they've seen her seasons. I don't think they have. I mean, for sure David hasn't seen it. Oh my God. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know for sure. We don't know with David anymore. We don't know what he's just being dumb about or what. Because earlier today... Uh, and this is definitely just jumping around on the feeds. Earlier today, he's talking to Cody and he's like, remind me how Vito works again. And Cody's just like, are you serious? <laughs> like, yeah. Since they're explaining to Vito. Serious? No, he wasn't because he talked to Day later and him and Day had a really long conversation about anything and everything that had to do with game and not game. I, I encourage everyone to go watch that. Uh, but uh, Unless production's cutting it, annoying for you. Yeah, production cut from the feeds at a lot of points during it, a lot of important points, uh, mind you. Um, but they did, we still got the part where David was like, um, 
yeah, I'm just, I'm still trying to play like the newbie. Like I'm trying to play it up a little bit. And he's like earlier when I was talking to Cody, you know, I asked, how does the veto work? Yada, yada, yada. And Devon's like, yeah, that's good. That's good. So I like the first little bit of real. Is it that a key for everyone or just for me? Do you hear it? It's just me. It's just you. But like when you talk, I kind of, I kind of get a vibe. I kind of get a vibe that you're a little bit staticky. Me? Like, there's a little bit of a rumbling when you talk. You know what I mean? I hate that. There's a little bit of a rumbling. As I, I said, oh, you're fine now. Like, I think you're good. I was just... I, it's I a kinda, little bit of a rumbling. Yeah, it's just a little, little bit of a rumbling. Of a That's rumbling. the jazz hands. I I... Spirit fingers. I can't deal with this. <laughs> well, you're, you're staticking right now. Roxy, you talk. I am. No, no, no. I think you're fine, Roxy. Like you're it's just a little bit of a rumbling. Let me say that one more time. No, I think you're fine. We're good. We're safe. Okay, but I can't handle it. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? <laughs> Is that a thing you've tried yet? I'll do that now. I'll do that now. <laughs> Wait, unplug what? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know because I don't know. Phone. Yeah, I'm it only it. happens when Barrett talks, though. It doesn't happen when Dan talks. How about you unplug your microphone and plug it back in? We can only delay this so much. And now I hear myself. <laughs> now we can't hear you at all. But I like it this way. Moving on. Yeah, this is great. Uh, <laughs> I'll give Roxy like 10 more seconds to readjust herself before I, I am forced to talk about Big Brother again before everyone stops watching. And she's never coming back, I'm afraid. This is the last... Roxy, this is your last podcast. I'm sorry to break it to you. We I hate for you to go out on podcast 175, but I think this is going to have to... Like, this is how it's going to be. It's better now. Oh my gosh, she's back. The return of Roxy uh, Hopman. Oh, wait, no, Barrett's still staticky. Oh, well, I can't Only Barrett. Daniel, you sound spectacular. Always. Daniel and I don't sound staticky to you? No. Oh, well, good. Uh, I don't know what to say to you, Roxy. I I, mean, because like I have to talk, so I can't work around (laughs) that. As much as I would like not to, I kind of have to. It's okay. I'll move on uh, because now I don't even remember what we were talking about. But um, I don't know. Let's talk about. Um... So yesterday, <laughs> after the, the nominations, I'm gonna backtrack because Please. back when you said we were gonna go chrono- chronologically, we're talking about David. Yeah, but I'm I'm not. So you said we were gonna go chronologically, and then we didn't. Um, I just wanted to point out that the conversations that took place um, after the nomination ceremony between Keisha and Cody and between Kevin and Cody, it could not have been more different. Like Kevin and Cody basically told each other that they would like to see them work together in the future. Kevin said something like having um, like a, a on the down low type of um, alliance, I guess, secret alliance, if you will. Um, and Cody was, you know, down to do that, but the Keisha and Cody conversation 
was more like they were just friends hanging out. Like there wasn't really any kind of. Yeah, they were like trading game. lip balm and they were. It was just, odd to me, just well, like the disparity between the two different conversations. I was like, because before that, Keisha was like zipping up her blue hoodie and it was like game on. And Davon <laughs> was like, uh, told Keisha, she was like, you know, you have such a good read on the house and, and, you know, and you're just so good at that. And Keisha's like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to play. I'm not just going to lie down. And then she went up and traded like cookie recipes with Cody. It just like, it was so odd to me. I'm a, and first of all, Davon, she doesn't have a good read on the house and neither do you. I have yet to find anyone that does have a good read well, on this Kaser. house. Kaser gets it. Kaser, I can't love him. Kaser gets it. He just gets it a little bit too much in his own Kaser fashion Mm -hmm. where he's like, everyone has got to get in line right now or else we are screwed. Memphis has got to get his act together. (laughs) He's so dramatic. Memphis has to wake up. Right now. (laughs) The drill sergeant. I want to like talk about that because I think that it was just two different approach approaches. Approach. Mm -hmm. Multiple. Multiple. Um, I think that Kevin took a more like strategic approach and Keisha just took a more social. Um, like I don't know if necessarily one is like better than the other. I think that right now Cody still doesn't have a huge preference on who goes. Yes, I mean, he, he does. He's voiced that he would prefer for it to be Keisha. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he acted and he also when was said that? To, was this, like, he, recent? He, when he was talking to um Franny, um he actually had a conversation with Franny and was like, I mean, I love Kevin. Why did I even put him up there? He's like, I don't want that guy to go. Like, he definitely has said that. And Franny's his, probably his one. Well, uh, Memphis may be his closest ally, honestly. Which is weird with- because we've technically only seen one real game conversation between them. Mm-hmm. And that was this morning, uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, going back to Kaser last night, it was just like. I, I don't know. Like in the early hours of the morning, it was Kaser just walking around like, I got to grab Memphis. Nicole, will you grab Memphis for me? Like, will you send him here? Like, I just got to talk to Memphis. Like, he needs to know that he needs to play in this veto and he's got to win or else he's going to be the back door. He's got to take Keisha down. And it's like, God, Kaser, you were so much today. And I'm worried this is going to be every day. But like, I'm entertained as well. So like, I can't complain. But and then he finally gets to talk to Memphis this morning, say, says everything he needs to say. And then Memphis goes straight to Cody, and it's just like, mm-hmm. Kaser is paranoid out of his mind. And well, yeah, Kaser's been... When... Wait, really quick, before we get off of this, when did Cody, like, announce, like, Keisha as his, like, main target? Because Well, I mean, Cody... several times, even before he even made nominations, um, Keisha's always been a name for well, I mean, him. Yeah, I know that, but... um. I was listening to him and Memphis talking, and I do feel like that they are, like, closer allies. And uh, he said that he, like, didn't have a preference. Well, I think that's because he's talking to Memphis, and Keisha has um, a prior relationship with him. But he definitely has said it to Nicole Franzel, to Franny. Mm-hmm. I must have definitely. missed the conversation because I don't remember that. But I don't know. I think that, I mean, probably Keisha would go if nominations say the same. I'm just hoping that, like, she can win Vito. She's against, like, five men looks at production. (laughs) 
I don't know what you're looking at production for. I mean, <laughs> for what? Why are you looking at so many chips of men? It's so annoying. Daniel, you cannot say things like that. It's you really can't, and it, mostly because, like, it's I hate to break hard. it to you, but your main girl Janelle is not playing the best game right now, and it's not okay, like it's not completely it's not completely her fault. It's really not, but uh, Danny's outplaying her by far, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not even close. Danny's outplaying a lot of people right now, and obviously, like, I, I agree Danielle's with Danielle's outplaying the majority of the house, but and we don't have to like that. Right. I wish she would make other choices. I don't like who she's choosing to align with. Right, but, but she's, she's... not playing t- a bad game. She's just playing a game that I'm like, I don't like your people. Yeah, That's she's, all. She's, find, she's finding a good balance right now. And Daniel, I agree with you in the tweet that you sent out earlier about, you know, Danny could easily go pre-jury. I think things could bite her in the butt yeah, if she really sure. keeps playing this way as hardcore as she's playing it. But I think right now she's found a good balance of, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that she's good with like Cody and Nicole Franzel. Franzel, Franzel. Uh, it could backfire by next week. We don't because we don't know right. who's going to be in charge. That's what I think is probably going to happen. I mean, if like Nicole wins HOH, it won't. But I, my point is, I feel like it's unfair to credit Danny with such a oh she's in the best position in the house and she's doing the best work and setting herself up great. When I don't think she is. In fact, I think it's extremely like I think she has a really bad call on Janelle's intentions in the game and. Like, I don't think she does. I think she is. I think she's saying things um, that she's saying because she wants her out because that's her biggest competition and she knows it. Is, that's what is I think Janelle, it is. Is Janelle her biggest competition week one when she. No, in the game as a whole. And she's a hard person. She, she is a hard person to get out. And one. How is Janelle the hardest or a hard person to get out when she has hardly any allies and the allies that she does have? I mean, besides case. Historically in this game, she's not been an easy target. Mm, I mean, yes. And like season six and seven when she was like at her. Well, I mean, those are the only two seasons she played. So, yes. Not true. (laughs) But I feel like it's completely unfair to just. Like, say Janelle is, oh, she's a huge threat. Because I think that Janelle is probably the smallest threat in the game right now. Considering how ostracized she is right now and how out in the open, uh, how no one told her. She's ostracized in the game because of maneuvers that Danielle has made within the house. Which is stupid on Danielle's part because Janelle is not after But had Danielle. she not done that, then she wouldn't be. And she I, knew that... I, I and, now, and now she's so far I in disagree. that she can't associate herself with Janelle at this point. It's not going to happen. I think she will maybe at some point, honestly. If the power... Sh- things, the thing is right now, if the power shifts, if Janelle and, or Kaser are to win power, Danny could easily float right back and they immediately would still mm-hmm. trust her because no one has heard or Janelle and Kaser have not heard that Danny is, you know, walking around talking shit about them, you know, being like, oh my gosh, everyone's just fangirling over them. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't freaking trust Janelle. You know, they, her and Nicole had that conversation last night uh, where they're trying to whisper right by the door, you know, I just don't trust Janelle. You know, I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust Janelle either. And then who walks in the door? Janelle. And... Dressed in her star costume <laughs> as she should be. Like, I don't think anybody in the house could make 
that costume look good. But Janelle walks in and it's like, I mean, okay, she's dressed like a star. And now everybody's like, I want a star outfit too, because <laughs> because she looks good in it. And I hate her for it. But I kind of <laughs> want like a star costume now. I love it. I love the star costume. It's definitely like one of the better costumes. Oh yeah, it, it really honestly is. It honestly is. Um, Ryan in chat said, I think once Janelle gets power in the landscape of the house, it'll be hard for her to lose it. And Danny realizes that. I mean, I think that's too. I, th I think that too. And then Ethan says, Danny made the right move in targeting old school as she is now a target for nobody instead of being a big target from the old school side of the house. I think that's true too. I mean, I think that's her move. And in that way, I think, I think she's outplayed the majority of the house and positioned herself really, really well. And we don't have to team. like it. And, and, and I know that people that live within Stan culture as Daniel clearly does, and that's fine. Um, want to hate her for it. And I just, I don't hate her for it. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good move for her. I just wish that she, um, I would have liked to have seen her play um, with people that I actually, you know, maybe like. And she's not. But, you know, that's okay. I still like Danielle. I still like her, but I still like Janelle, too. Like, I just have a tendency to try to, I do get personal with it sometimes, but I try to back off and look at it more as game. And, like, when I look at why people made certain moves, like, you know, a lot of times, like, my knee-jerk reaction is, oh, my God, that's so stupid. Why did they do that? But if I back off and look at it, you know, from the perspective of the player inside the game and what knowledge does that player have to base that move off of, then I kind of understand it. And, and so I just look at it from a different perspective than like a person like Daniel does. And that's fine. We just look at the game differently. Okay. Well, and I I'm not. feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like this, like, I feel like today was the day that like everyone changed their minds about Danny, because if I don't recall, like we were all kind of in agreement that she was playing a messy and B like really dangerous um the last podcast i definitely said that i will never not love daniel i definitely said those words okay, well, i mean that's different than like what you said about like her gameplay i mean you can like love danny all you want but i i do feel like we were all agreeing that danny was like not doing super super well and now it's like um, oh, mastermind running the house like, I don't understand. No, I don't think she's running the house at all. I think she's running her game well. I don't think she's running the house, but I do think she's planted um, a lot of seeds. I don't know that it's the best move for her, but I think she's put herself in the best position this week. I mean, I just said next week that could all change, and we could be saying, Danielle, so dumb. Yeah. But I right now, currently, that's what I think. I think it's just interesting to watch her right now because we've never seen her be like the rat. Uh, in a house scenario, like, well, she definitely is. She definitely is, and and I get it. I, I I think maybe she saw coming to this house as an old school versus new school thing. And once Cody won that HOH, she said, "Okay, I need to disassociate myself from this old school mentality, so I don't immediately become." Uh, a scapegoat for being part of this old school alliance. So immediately she's like, oh my gosh, everyone's just fangirling about Janelle and Kaser. I don't know about them. And it's she's just seed planting yeah. too. Uh, Maybe she didn't know it would take off as quickly as it did. 
you know, like maybe that was her plan, but all of us, like people took it and ran with it. And she's like, oh, okay. So we're doing this this week. Okay. Like maybe she, her intention was maybe to do it more week three, week four around in there, but she was just planting seeds now. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what her intention was. Well, but... And right off the bat, you know, she's bonding with Nicole Franzel and Cody at first is saying, you know, Danny's a sneaky player and whatever. And immediately Nicole yeah. shuts it down. So it, going yeah. to Nicole, being a good friend to Nicole immediately paid off for her. And I think that's a big reason why I'm kind of liking her game right now, but I'm not going to sit here and say that that's not going to backfire anytime soon because being a rat in a large house like this might not go well for very much longer, but is she? But the thing is, I don't even necessarily agree that she's being a rat. Yes, she I is. Think, I think what? she's more so being she's a snake. Taking... No, because a rat would transfer information back and she forth. Did. She did. She does. Who? What is she telling Janelle? Oh, back and forth. Gotcha. She's only taking it one way, is what you're saying. Yes, and I feel like that's more. And that's indicative of a snake. That's a good... that's what I would... okay. Is that so? <laughs> we gonna we're gonna have to work with our modes like, of I transportation. Feel like rat, I, yeah, I feel like Rat would be like, "Hey, Roxy, like Barrett's after you," and then me going to Barrett and be like, "Barrett, like Roxy's like talking about you behind your back." <laughs> like that would be Rat. But then I feel like if you were a snake, I would only be going to Barrett to talk about Roxy and then acting right. fake to Roxy's face. Okay, so, I don't, so we'll, we'll call her. I mean, snake. I can go with those. I can go with those definitions, but I would like to know what. <laughs> how you came to this conclusion that these were the definite, like, is this like something that everybody knows and I'm just unaware of it? Or is this like your own thought process? And if it um, is, why is it because like when the snake gets there to give, you know, information only from going one way, they're just tired and they don't want to go back and rats like to scurry all over the place. Like, is that why I'm just trying to understand? Uh, well, I don't know. I guess that's like just how I process it, but I definitely feel like if someone's a rat in the game, they're not like to me, a rat would be telling everyone everything right. Or ratting people out. Whereas, I don't. I don't know. Like, do, would I, you consider Danny a rat in the game right now? I would say there are definitely. Well, I mean, I think th those are synonymous. But I can go with your definition, and I mean, I like it. I was just trying to understand why. So, okay, mm. why do you, how do you take this? Last night, since we are updating the live feeds, uh, last night we have Janelle kind of go to Danny and say, "I think Cody." <laughs> and said everyone knows. Okay, see, I didn't know. I, now I do. Okay. Snake always eats the rat. Just saying. I have heard that too. <laughs> From Sue. Anyway, go ahead. Last night. So last night we have Janelle going to Danny and being like, you know, Nicole Franzel and Cody are working together, and it's plainly obvious. Kind of doing the same thing that she told Bailey the night before, and mm -hmm. immediately Danny goes to Cody, and he, she's just like, "You got to cool it. This is this is what people are saying. This is what Janelle is saying. So stop talking to Nicole because this is what's happening." Uh, yeah. kind of building that trust with Cody, but also kind of also slightly insinuating that maybe he shouldn't trust Janelle that much either. And uh, so what do you, what would you call that? Would you call that ratting being a rat or would you call that being a snake? What, what do you call that? I don't know. I guess like it's, Hell, I don't know. Ask Daniel. <laughs> yeah. We got different animals <laughs> well, at this point. I, I don't know. Like I guess like, in yeah. a way, like you are ratting someone out. Like, I guess that is, <laughs> true like danny is ratting janelle out but is she like a rat i don't see that because rat like 
uh, Lucas in the chat said, rats don't pick a side. Danny has clearly picked her side. And I think that's... But has she? I mean, she's, I mean, she's only... She's for this week, but... I, yeah, I guess we'll have to see moving forward. Like, if, if Janelle's HOH and then doing the same thing to Cody and Nicole, then I would gain more respect for Danny's game just as, like, a whole. And um, it would not be but more... But this right week, now... we hate her? Is that the deal? <laughs> no, I'm saying... Well, I mean, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of Danny right now. But I'm... Like I still right love now, I her, see her as like a record. soldier. I see her as like a soldier, like going like to the Janelle. Winter soldier, like Bucky. Yeah. Or... I don't like, think he. I don't think he what? speaks that. <laughs> what? So confused. It's just a Marvel reference. I know you. You're up on your Marvel characters. Yeah, it's he constantly <laughs> keeps up. We every every day so before the podcast. There's one thing I know about Daniel. It's that he is a huge Marvel fan. Yeah, every day yeah. before the podcast, we're like, "Oh my gosh, Daniel, put Daniel, oh. we can't talk about it anymore." Put yes, down Daniel. Civil War. Oh my gosh, we're trying to podcast about Big Brother, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, Dan- Danny's microaggression towards Davon. What? You didn't see that? I did not. She walked past Davon and said, "Davon and her weave over there." Wow. Why? Can I have some context to that? Why uh, did I can she say that? The, I can send you the video. It's just people were, because Davon didn't have any weave in. And I guess, like, just Danny was like assuming that she had weave in and said Davon and her weave over there. I don't know, Barry, do you have the club? I don't, oh, no, <laughs> I, mean, I don't have the club. Why did she say that? No one knows. Like she was being mean. Like there, she she wasn't having a conversation. She I just... think she was doing it as like a joke, but it was like not very funny. Well, no, she's no joke in Julie. That's true. That's yeah, exactly. Which speaking of, the only reason I'm questioning questioning that is just because she's it, not inherently that type of person. So I find that kind of surprising, actually, and disappointing. But that's why I was asking if there was context. Like, did she say anything else with okay, that? I, I mean. That. It doesn't make it okay. I was just wondering. Javon and her weaver right there. This is my real hair. <laughs> oh. Well, that's unfortunate. That doesn't tell me anything. Just, oh, this is the club. And that is her real hair, though. That is true. But you know what? I wouldn't have known because I don't know. Or I, I don't know. I don't feel that. like very, I don't feel I very like that. I don't know. I don't feel very like I guess educated on like <laughs> what. Yeah, I don't know. We definitely need like a person of color because I mean, when I heard it at first, I was like, "Is that wrong?" But then I was like, "I don't know," because people were very. No, I always go by the rule of if you have to ask a question of "Is that wrong?" You don't Probably say is. it. You don't say it. Right. Sometimes, like, if I think something, I'm like, but it, wait, am I allowed to say that? If I have to question it, nope, I'm not allowed to say it. Not that important, whatever it is. Like, I, just don't say that. Yeah, someone in the chat said Davon doesn't have a weave. It's like stereotyping her, which that's like what I got from it, just like putting a stereotype on her. But I don't know if Daniel necessarily did it to be mean, but I guess it's like an unconscious. But you're not supposed thing. to say it, is the thing. Right. No, I understand. Uh, Speaking of Davon, though, if we're going back to the feeds last night, 
uh, her and Cody did kind of have this conversation that they should probably uh, team up with Enzo and Bay as kind of like this group of four. Yeah. And similarly, you have Danny approaching Cody saying that maybe, you know, or saying that they should pair up with Day and Bay as well. So you have mm-hmm. kind of two different alliances working, but you also have this Cody and Enzo duo, which I believe they want to call the Roots. Uh, I think that's what Enzo. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What is that about? I don't know. Is it a Jersey thing? Or they're both from Jersey. Oh, because they're from Jersey. So, uh, yes, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was hoping you would catch on. I have no clue. No, I don't understand. Um, I think it, isn't the Roots a band? No, yeah, that's Questlove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I knew that. Um, I don't know. That's weird. I mean. Honestly, I, I wouldn't hate seeing like Bay Day, um, Danny, Cody, Memphis, like Enzo. Like we could put them in a group, and I, I could roll with that. I don't want Franny in there. Well, she will. I know, but I'd like. To I her can't to be... wait till Davon like wins HOH and takes out Nicole and like makes all of them so pissed off. Period. Until what? Until Davon wins HOH and does what? Takes out Nicole. Because that's the thing that we forgot to talk about yesterday. And it was kind of like a big, not I don't know if it's like big deal, but it's definitely like there's a lot of tension between Nicole and Davon. And um, basically, Davon was, has been upset that uh, Nicole is just now thanking her for her jury vote. And even after the show, because I mean, Davon was like, the deciding vote she was definitely the most like on on edge i guess about her jury vote and uh davon said that after the show she never reached out to her she never said thank you and it just kind of like i don't know if like upset was the right word but it was just like oh like okay like you're not gonna say anything to me and then um so nicole gets into the game and obviously now that they're in a game together she sits Davon down and is like, thank you so much for your jury vote. And Davon was like, oh, that's like convenient that now we're playing again and you are thanking me. And it just seemed very like, I guess, fake, on to, fake to Davon. And um, Davon's had a few conversations. Um, I know one was with Bailey. I want to say maybe another is with Danny, maybe. I could be wrong about that second one. But I know she definitely talked about it with Bailey. And... Um, she was she like is scared to trust her and doesn't know if she can and just feels like they're like just being fake to each other right now so that's just like a ticking time bomb right um and going back to the first night on the feeds we saw nicole kind of talking about watching bb18 a little bit over again and saying you know i was watching kind of like that pivotal moment where with Davon and I, you know, I was in the wrong. I really was. And I was just thinking, yeah, how convenient is that, that you're saying this, you know, night one with Davon also in the house with you. It's fairly mm-hmm. interesting, but I'm yeah, yeah, I would love to see some sort of drama kind of stew between Davon and Nicole, especially if it's Davon almost exacting revenge on Nicole. Well, anyone, mm-hmm. anyone Davon, trying yeah. to get on I'm Nicole on would be amazing Davon, to me. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um, yeah, whoever, like, I, I'm not, a, like, a stand type of person, but whoever takes Franny out, I may have to. Now, I want to point out, okay, so in chat, first of all, I appreciate what, what Lane, uh, Lane um, had a perspective on the whole Danielle comment that I really appreciate. Um, 
Uh, you just don't say it. That's the end of it. You don't say it. Um, but um, And so I appreciated that. But Ryan, I wanted to point out, also said, um, I think Bailey's in a really good uh, position in the house. And her social game is impeccable this season. I so agree. I think... I think Bailey and Danny are in the best positions in the house currently. Currently. And I think that's crazy to say because in Bailey's original season, that was not the case at all. And she is rocking it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in, I love that. To a point that where like Day and Bay aren't necessarily on a side of some sort, but mm -hmm. they're being looped in, in because middle. people are going to need them as numbers. And I think that's really great for them because I don't think they're going to get very far in this game. I mean, I'm, wait, let me rephrase this. Uh, they're already not getting far in this game without everyone associating them as a pair. And for someone that's already immediately associated as a pair in this game, uh, they're doing really well at it. And they're both playing wait. very... But why are they associated as a pair? Do they have an out? Oh, because of the challenge. The, the challenge and uh, Swaggy is really close to Tavon as well. Just obviously. Okay. Uh, okay. And you've seen Swaggy post about this on Twitter recently, but uh, obviously just acclaiming Davon because she was a confidant for him when he got voted out and, you know, they were doing little groups together. And, you know, when Swaggy got the call from Big Brother about yes, Bailey and Brett, Davon was there for that whole thing. So mm -hmm. she was there when he um, found out that um, she was pregnant and all of that. I remember reading all of that now and, um, yeah, I was confused for just a half a second. Like, wait, why do people assume that? Because I was like, wait, they didn't play on the same season. But then I remembered all of the the other stuff. Well, and then Davon, I mean, they're kind of, Davon and Bailey had a conversation and they have their like, what they're calling the like, black girl magic. Oh, the black girl magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. But a them coming together, like they even said like, I mean, we're going to get grouped together no matter what just because I guess they think that just because they are two women of color in the house that people will naturally just group them together. And they also talked about bringing David in for that same reason that if they're going to, uh, people are just going to naturally assume that they're going to work together, then they might as well do it. And we saw Davon working on that a little bit today with, with David. Yeah. I mean, they had great conversation together and it really, like I said, it was the first time we've really seen David besides like a quick forced final two with Tyler on the first night or the second day, I should say. Uh, it's the first time we've seen David kind of open up about game a little bit and kind of get a little bit of insight. Obviously, I think we're going to get way more insight tomorrow night when we actually finally see DR sessions from everyone in the house, which is going to probably change how we feel about like every single move, which is going to be refreshing because we'll be like, okay, I can finally see where they're coming from with this and that. Uh, that's just the trouble right now of us seeing the the first couple nights on the feeds without having that context that these episodes give us because we don't know what they're saying is like what they're meeting. We don't know if they're talking to people and being disingenuous. I, I feel like tomorrow night we're going to have a lot more clarification, especially with Cody. Because uh, I want to talk a little bit more about Cody because obviously we trashed his HOA train as of yesterday and I'm not going to give him, you know, any more leeway coming into tonight, but it's just crazy to me that I feel like we keep seeing Cody talk and talk and talk about these nominees, but he's never like, he's, he's not hardcore pushing for 
either one. We talked about how he says he'd rather have Keisha go, maybe, but we really didn't see a push for even when he was initially nominating them. You know, usually I feel like week one, we have a reason that two people are nominated first. We have a reason behind uh, the HOH noms up front. But this time we didn't really have a reason. In fact, like when Keisha was going up to talk to Cody, he was like, I wish I had a reason to nominate either one of you, but I just didn't. And it's just like, this is the oddest like beginning HOH reign I think I've ever seen because there is uh, no reason for really Keisha or Kevin to go on the block specifically other than that. Did Cody just not know who they are? Like, I mean, obviously they didn't really talk beforehand, but it, I feel like especially well, in Keisha's case, he just was like, who is she? Yeah. Cody did not watch Big Brother 10. And yesterday it was so annoying. Cody was like, they were talking about each other's seasons and Cody was like, yeah, like on my season, I don't know. They were talking about like Cody's season and, Keisha didn't, I guess, hadn't watched Cody's season. And Cody was like, you haven't watched my season? It's like one of the best seasons. Oh, my gosh. All this stuff. And everyone was like. He said, we had Ariana Grande's brother on there. Like, okay, that's not something to brag about. (laughs) And Cody, everyone on Twitter was like, Cody is talking about he had, why hasn't he watched his season when he's talking to Keisha from Big Brother 10? (laughs) Like. A lot of people were like, wait a damn minute. Like, Keisha is definitely the better season. But, um, well, and, and Christmas said, did you see what she said about her season? She, oh, when she told everybody savage. how they were all so savage. Yeah. Ugh. Honey. I don't think she understands. A rude awakening. Can we get, they can have a dictionary in the Big Brother house, right? That's okay, right? Can somebody contact Miriam Webster, Miriam Webster, and have like a hard copy sent to Christmas because she doesn't know the definition of savage. She doesn't know. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't mean a bunch of sheep. That's not the definition of that. I mean, Christmas so has said annoying. her strategy this season is not to break her foot. So. Well, you know what? Good on you. I hope it happens. <laughs> I mean, not that her foot breaks; that she does it. I don't want her to break her foot. Because God forbid she come back for a third time and we have to hear two stories about broken feet. I can't do it. <laughs> I just hope if it happens, she's not kept in the game this time. Okay. I, know, I, I don't know why they would keep her in that house. Uh, well, obviously, if they take her to the hospital, I don't think they could really bring her back at that point. Because if she leaves the house, <laughs> uh, yeah, if she leaves the house, she's not coming back. Anyway, uh, what what are we going to talk about next? Are we going to talk about the Octorables? Are we going to talk about the Million Club? Are we going to... Oh, my gosh. I want to do the Million Club first, I guess. <laughs> what? Yeah, that came out of nowhere, seemingly to me. But I guess I get I mean, it. I kind of get it, though. Yeah. It makes, makes sense a little bit. I don't think... So, first of all, so the Million Club is um, an alliance between Ian and Franny because they are both winners and feel like that the only shot that either of them have will be against each other. And, uh, I mean, it's probably true to, to a degree. Yeah. thinks it's so much of a bigger deal than it is because every conversation she has, she's like, well, like I'm like, a winner and it's yeah like, you think enzo doesn't like me because i'm a winner I'm a winner <laughs> and according to memphis ian is the only winner in the house right now <laughs> i 
know Memphis said that. And I was like, wait, is that a diss on Franny or does he really not know? I mean, and really, honestly, Memphis has largely been out of um, the Big Brother fandom as far as any type of participation on social media. And God, who can blame me? The toxicity I can't handle. I hate everybody. Everyone. Well, we, well we've nearly confirmed that uh, Memphis and Keisha definitely did not watch Big Brother 20. I think that's just out of the way because... Because <laughs> they don't know Tyler's name. Yeah, we've heard Taylor and we've heard Trevor. We have not heard Tyler. <laughs> Memphis keeps calling him Taylor and I don't think he's trying to be facetious. I think he does not know his name. <laughs> he is calling him Taylor and I'm like... Does he think he's like a member of Hanson or I just, I don't know. Why is he calling him that? Ugh. No. Okay. So for the million club, I hate that name. I hate it. Cause it's like the million club. Yeah. That is, all, that is what it's called. Why? Well, because if you add their, their winnings together, they're a million. Yeah, it was about what three seventy after taxes. So. Well, and if they win this they season, they'll have won a million. So it like goes both ways. Yeah, they should have called themselves two in a million, like one in a million, but it's like two in a million. Oh, see, that's a lot more clever. They or, should have you in there, Daniel. Or the Mill Ian Club. Am I right, guys? Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, the Mill Nicole Club. <laughs> uh, uh, the I hate Nicole. <laughs> the I hate Nicole fandom is killing me. Don't you mean the it's... Nicole Fanzel? Nicole Fanzel? Nicole the Nicole Fanzel. Just joking, Julie. Um, <laughs> oh, I... and somebody called David Kevin twice to his face in a conversation. And yeah, Kevin... he asked David earlier. Uh, he said, "Kevin, would, do you want to be picked for veto?" <laughs> I was like. And David just sat there and, like, didn't say anything. Why did he like, not correct him? That's right. rude. If, if, that you're sitting, if you're, like, talking to me and you're calling me, like, the wrong name, why would I let you just continue? Like, I don't know. And I also, I think David is completely, pl like, playing this whole, like, let me act like a newbie. And, like, I think that that is just not the route he should go. Because I think that there's, like... A couple people in this house that like have zero to no chance at winning, even if they make it to the end. David being one of them, and maybe Christmas being the other, and that's just basically because of perception. And I don't think like it's smart for David to encourage this. Oh, he's not even a fan of the show. He's like I know nothing. Like I definitely feel like David should come in more. I guess to get his hands dirty. To I guess replace that image that he's brought in the house with i mean, I mean people have already talked about why is david here like it's a little shocking and da, da, da. so i feel like if you want to win you need to just like change that perception well i mean we are only four days in so yeah and the thing that i've been reminding myself of usually when we get the feeds we're like how day what it's like seven or eight seven or eight yeah and we're can trying you to imagine like what if we were not privy to all of this information like everything that's gone down and a week into the game the feeds turn on and we're like what 
Thereafter, Kaser and Janelle, what? Keisha and Kevin are on the block. What? Well, like, we would be freaking out even more than we already are. So, <laughs> and we would be like, what? What? What's the context? What happened? Why did Keisha and Kevin go on the block? Did someone fight? And then we'd watch the feeds and be like, oh no, none of that happened. No, why they did just you play charades and had a good time? I was say, yeah, like why did Cody? Why did you nominate Keisha and Kevin? He's just like, mm, I don't know. Uh, and that's exactly what Cody sounds like, by the way. That was a clip of Cody saying, I don't know. Uh, but <sighs> moving on from here. Daniel, take a nap. Yeah, jeez. That's ridiculous. I'm tired of this shit season. <laughs> oh, my God. We are four days in. <laughs> Daniel, I don't think you understand how many days more of this that you're going to have to go through. <laughs> There's so many more days, Daniel. So many oh, more. So many more. I can't take this. Somebody also in chat said the reason that Enzo and Cody were um, calling themselves the roots is because they were the root of every alliance. I don't know if there's any truth to, or validity to that, but okay. I still think that name's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that. I think there was a conversation that they were having earlier where Enzo was talking about kind of like the side pieces almost. He was like, I'll go to like Day and Bay and be like, y'all can have whatever side pieces you want. Just kind of keep us looped in on it. And then he was going to go to like Janelle and Kaser and Keisha and be like, you guys can have whatever side pieces you want. Just make sure that, you know, we're looped in on it. And so eventually they just try to get so many people involved in as like a side piece to their own alliance that everyone just goes after each other, but not Enzo and Cody. That was Enzo's grand plan, which Enzo's had a good alliance plan one time. I don't know how many times that can work for him. Uh, especially when everyone knows exactly what he's probably going to do. And everyone kind of, you know, everyone kind of figures that Enzo's working with the guys. Uh, I don't think they realize that he's working with Cody to the extent that he is though. Right. Um, so Michael in chat says, I hope Kevin wins POV just to see who Cody would put up. My guess would be Ian. I mean, Ian's name has been thrown out there, but as of probably what an hour before the feeds went down, he was are they down now? huh are they down now or no no an hour before we came on here i'm so oh. sorry <laughs> sorry as of an hour before we came on here sorry um yeah they're down to me because i'm not looking at them <laughs> <laughs> sorry 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 um as so an hour before we went live however long ago that was ish um cody was definitely saying nicole anthony would be who he would put up and I'm not going to lie, that would be a-okay with me if everyone stayed and Nicole went ahead and went home, even though I think she's adorable and precious and I love her and super nice. Um, but I would be okay with that. I think so that's kind of what I think. I think Franny would be okay with it as well because uh, you can't have two Nicoles. <laughs> yeah, you can't have two Nicoles. And she got a little bit weirded out because... Uh, she mentioned that um, Eric uh, <laughs> from uh, Reality Re or your Reality, whatever it's called, um, her podcast co-host uh, mm -hmm. has a lot of beef with her. And she immediately regretted saying that because Nicole Anthony had no idea, seemingly. Um, and mm -hmm. so <laughs> I think I know and Twitter is like, how can she not know? How can she not know? Well, I mean, 
She doesn't know a lot of things. Have you watched her on the feet? She doesn't <laughs> so, know a lot of things. Eric tweeted out something that made me feel like Nicole was like told about other Nicole. Like like Eric gave Nicole A a talking to about Nicole before the season started. Like, it, let me try and find it and I can read it. But continue talking. No, I, I think I saw the tweet earlier and it was like a, it was kind of like a minute long video. But then he was like, if you want to know more, come watch the show tomorrow, which is like, OK, I see. I see what you're doing. Any publicity is good Clickbait. publicity. Yeah. This is Duvall's I mean, bluff all hey, over again. Use it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Use what you got. Right. I mean, we use we use our beef all the time. Uh-huh. Oh, our beef. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Arby's. What? <laughs> This, uh, this are they place, a sponsor? They are officially our sponsor. <laughs> Brought to you by Curly Fries. We've got the meat. <laughs> not, not wait. <laughs> Just give the worst ad read of all time. Not even say the right <laughs> slogan. Oh wait, what is it? What is their slogan? We've got the beef. We've got the no. meat. No, beef is Burger King. <laughs> We've got the beef. We've got no, no. Again, uh, no. You're so wrong, Roxy. Wendy's where's is where's the beef? Where's the beef? Is Wendy's? Arby's is we have the meats, not oh, the. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have we have the meat. It sounds like I don't know. Hey, you're going off in a different. Look, world I don't know there. my slogans. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> next point, please, someone. <laughs> I need anyone to pick up. Well, I was just trying to read in the chat some of the things that um, people are wanting to talk about. So Ethan says uh, he hopes that the DRs that we get tomorrow night are not scripted so that we can maybe know what's going on. I hope so. And according to like some people, Danielle Donato looking at you, or sorry, Brionis, um, They've not been in the DR very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not certain that we're even going to see DRs from everyone tomorrow night. Right. The, it, it's like weird how like spaced out and like, I don't know. I definitely remember almost like every five, 10 minutes, a new person was getting called at the DR. But now it feels like it happens like maybe once an hour. Well, and they have two DRs, and last night they were talking about how the second DR has only been used just a couple of times, and so they were speculating. Um, you know how Julie had said, you know, that there are going to be um, rooms, plural, that have um, different, I guess, twists involved with them. So they were speculating, you know, that maybe they're turning the extra DR into something right now. And, I mean, who knows? They may be. I don't know what's happening, but... I mean, I heard the upstairs DR being called out the first night, definitely. Uh, Uh Because I remember that was part of their many conversations about how they're... It's usually only one DR, uh, which went on for a long time, longer than you would think it would. But yeah, I remember the upstairs one being called out. Definitely. I don't know. Like, I I agree with you. I feel like when I watch the feeds, it is very rarely that I'll hear someone actually get called to the DR. Uh, But like, I mean, what's tomorrow? We've got, we're going to get, we're going to pick up what? Right after the premiere shut off, Mm -hmm. we're going to get... 
Well, we'll get to see uh, the have not room finally. Yeah, we'll get to see that. Oh. We'll we get to see. Um, about production, really quick, before we like get too much off of there, can you please turn the air off production? I'm tired of hearing them complain about it being too cold upstairs. And they have to have it on. Why? Um, because there's just all kinds of equipment in there that yeah, you got to keep it cool. It's 150 million degrees in the desert. Well, it's so bad that I feel like I've never heard them complain so much about. Well, that's because you didn't watch the feeds with the first All Stars. All they do People is complain. That, this Wait. is true. People that are a little more entitled complain more. <laughs> and they bring okay. phones into sequester with them. Confirmed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So somebody in chat um, wants to talk about, well, so they specifically said um, the all of the rumors and stuff about the manipulation um, and pre-gaming that's gone on. Uh, specifically um, from they're uh, they're largely blaming Derek Lavasser as if Dan Giesling doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, they want to talk about that, but that does fall in line with what you're talking about, which is Boogie apparently sneaking. I mean, look, I mean, it's it's already known. Oh my gosh, my sister-in-law just sent me the best picture of Kaser. Woo, he's cute. Um, it's come. Sorry, sidetracked. ADD. I didn't take my medicine today. Um. That Boogie took a phone in, he snuck a phone in with him into the um, sequester before season set 14, before season 14, and he had read all of the bios um, for the players and, you know, knew a lot of information before he went in the house. And so, I mean, people are pissed off, I guess, about all of this pre-gaming and stuff. But first of all, look, I already knew, that's not a new rumor, like, that's that was already known and the second of all it didn't do him any damn good did it look at who he picked for his team yeah the winner he had, he had uh, gin city on his team <laughs> well the winner of the season is the one that backstabbed him and sent him out the door so which was amazing had, it didn't have anything to do with mike boogie and he did not pick him because of that <laughs> i mean give me a freaking break i mean ian did worship mike boogie though and I'm, i don't remember his bio but i'm sure boogie was one of his favorite players yeah, he probably put that in Mike Boogie's such narcissistic pig that that's the reason they picked him. But yeah, that did occur. And then this whole, like all of the pre-gaming stuff that they're they're talking about, um, it's like, it, this isn't new. Like, why are they blaming? They're like, uh, you know, we hate Derek Levasseur. He's ruined season 18 and he's ruining this season. And he, like, well, you think he's such a mastermind that he's manipulated two entire seasons, but yet the season that he won, he sucks. So pick <laughs> a viewpoint, people. And at one he's point, good enough that he can mastermind from outside of the house, but sucky enough that I mean, like you people don't make any sense. And not only that, you act like Derek's the only person that's ever done this. They're like, Will would have never done this. That's why he's the best player ever. I'm like, child. I still go back to that tweet uh, when kidding? when all of this, like, I don't know, when Nicole was being blamed uh, immediately for Derek and Dan not being on this season originally, which I guess was <laughs> a few weeks ago at this point. I think the best mm -hmm. tweet that could have summed up any of the logic behind it was just, 
um, if any of the All-Stars were actually taken off the cast by CBS for pre-gaming, we would have zero All-Stars on the cast. And so I think that perfectly sums up it because every season that has any returnee, no matter which season you go to, mm-hmm. they have pre-gamed. And of course they have. Even Survivor winners at war, they all pre-gamed. Tyson, remember his big lie uh, that he planted the seed that couldn't be traced back to him about who was going to get paid what? I mean, they all pre-game. And I've got news for you. Will Kirby pre-gamed before All-Stars. Come on. You know what happened. Like, let's just get over it. It (laughs) happens. This is why, and I said this actually to somebody I don't remember who, but this is why I, I don't like when we have returning players mixed with, new. yeah, with new players. Because, so, was it Daniel that I was talking to about how it ruins the integrity of the game? I don't disagree with that. I think it absolutely does. Um, and so let's just not put returning players in with new cast and we'll solve that problem that's well, right. the only solution because every time there's been a returning player mixed with the new cast they've at least made it to finale night so mm-hmm. jesse rodriguez besides jesse Goddard's, uh that's the only exception is his last name not rodriguez it's Goddard's. <laughs> well and Keith, just like keisha's last name is martin Right. That's a whole other thing. I never clarified that it was just because I mixed together Rennie's last name with Keisha's. If any of you guys <laughs> watched our premiere recap, I called Keisha Smith Keisha Martin, and I could not figure out why until after we were finished. And then I realized it's Rennie's last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also want to say this, like, slop is a little brutal. Ian's, like, literally vomiting. And Ian, like- ha- oh, Ian so has... Sick. Guys, Ian has COVID. Just joking. Joking, <gasps> Julie. Oh, my God. Just don't- Joking, Julie, guys. Just joking. Oh, no. But not only that, like, I know who else is on it. Nicole Anthony and Memphis. I don't know. One of them were talking about how they feel like there's, like, hard cement in their stomach. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember? I want to say it was season It was. Season 16. Do you remember how long it was since... Like when Zach Rantz was complaining every day, he's like, it's like nine days since I've pooped. It's like 10 days since I pooped. Like he didn't poop for like a hundred days. I feel it was like a long time. Do you remember all of that? He was complaining no. about it. I would be so the biggest bitch pee. on, I'd be the biggest bitch on slob. <laughs> was that, was that your superlative in high school? Yeah, <laughs> that was it. I could not. Like cold showers too. I'd be screaming every time I got well, in the shower. They've been saying that every shower is fairly cold. Like yeah, true. And- well, everything in their house is cold. Somebody in chat pointed out that it's um has to do a little bit with the virus as well. The coldness, yeah. Because I was thinking about that maybe because don't like bacteria and all that stuff. It's grows easier and yeah. I guess everybody knows that flu season typically occurs in the summer, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I honestly, I don't know. There may be some truth to that. I'm being a smartass. Nicole um, did make mention that she hasn't um, used the restroom in a certain way in two weeks. 
meanwhile, Ian has had the opposite issue today with both mm-hmm. ends. And yeah, Enzo, did you see what Enzo said? Oh, I, oh, I, is it the quote I sent both of y'all in the chat? Oh, maybe, maybe that's where I saw it. It's when I found out that Ian was even sick because I didn't like I didn't watch the feeds earlier this morning or anything, so I didn't know he was in and out and everything. And so uh, I just I just quoted Enzo and let me find what I even sent. Is oh my god, why did we talk so much today? We got to quit talking. <laughs> We got to quit talking and keep joking. Oh, he said, I heard him this morning throwing up, you know, just yakking, <laughs> shitting. <laughs> What's so funny is I just hear it in Enzo's voice. Oy vey. Yeah, I don't know how Ian's going to do in this competition. He seems better now, but uh, what did you do? Did you drop another cupcake? No. Oh, okay. Ice water. I almost spilled my water and it was upsetting, but. I'm good. Cat-like reflexes. I know. I know. Um, um, what have we not gone over yet on the feeds? What is, what is, what is, what is the point? We, we haven't really talked about Aqua, Aqua Adorable or anything. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's just Millionaire Club plus Kevin. and It, it really is just the Millionaire Club plus Kevin. And I, it, it really seemed Nicole like it was Anthony. Nicole. No, Nicole Franzel. Uh, Wasn't Nicole Anthony in on that, though? She was not in the bathroom at the time. It was just them three. Um, but I think you could easily replace Nicole Francis with Nicole Anthony, though, as the, uh, uh, I don't remember which who was who. There was one person that was awkward, one person adorable, uh, and then I don't know what the other name would even be in there. The but they're the awkward adorable. The animal. Kidding. The animal. <laughs> the animal. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The animal. The meow meow. The the brain and uh, what was Lane? The beast. The beast. Okay. Uh, Which, I, I mean, animal Lane. and beast are the same thing, but it's true. Anyway. I, I think Lane's such a little doll. <laughs> uh, well. I don't think the Aquadorable is like anything to really think about, other than just a moment in the bathroom. But um, yeah, you know, at the behest of one of the nominees, I should say. So, other than that, there hasn't been any large factions formed in the last day or so. Um, and we had, I still can't believe, like for a while, I still thought Kaser was going to play in this veto. And I thought about, I thought it was still Kaser for like the first 30 minutes after the veto players were announced. But then everyone's like, no, it's Tyler. It's like, where did Kaser even come from? Did he say he was playing in well, it? But, because he's been so intense for the last <laughs> day and a half. Like, so this is what's gonna happen. Like he's like a coach, like uh, like a, in the nineteen eighty six football film or something. <laughs> I feel he's like Ooh. the nineteen eighty six football film, my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like he's like carrying a clipboard and he's walking up and down the sideline and he's like, "All right, huddle up, team." And he's like, "This is what we're gonna do." And he's like super intense about everything that he says and he's talking as if. So like we're gonna go in and we're gonna play veto. Memphis, you're not gonna throw it. Who <laughs> <laughs> well, you jets, Gina? Dial it back a little bit, okay? Calm down. If I ever, I mean, so... <laughs> if I ever get to do, like, if I ever got on Big Brother and I got to like, you know, do my bio, I would like, and it asked me like, what do you do for fun? I was like, I just love, you know, like, I just, I, you know, I love jogging, you know, I love hanging out with friends, and like, I just love on a weekend just sitting down, chilling, and turning on the 1986 football film. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, I feel like he's got like a whistle Ooh. around his neck. He's got a he's got like a a hat on, but there's there's no print on the front of it. It's just like a generic plain hat, netting exactly. on the back, and it's real tall. Oh Not a trucker whistle. hat. You said huh? whistle and hat, and I'm just thinking of like BB19 whistle nut, and I, I it's a bad memorization. Can we? Why can't we bring him back in? Have him no. do piggyback Hi. rides for free. Horrible. But Man. only to Christmas. No. Okay. So, um, Hamster Watch tweeted: Without After Dark, they won't have that 9 p.m. deadline to try and finish comps by, which is interesting. Oh, so that's, that's a good point. Uh, well, maybe that's why I've had several people ask me why they're not having it. And I'm like, well, I mean, TBS didn't ask me, so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, all I can do is speculate. And it, most often when I speculate, I'm 100% wrong. So who knows? That makes sense, though. Keisha, oh, so, okay, so Keisha was like, I don't think they're going to throw the veto to me. And Janelle goes, really? Like? <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Why and Memphis goes, Memphis goes, well, uh, not to say they will use it, but, but to have it. And Keisha goes, well, it's safety for them. Like, this is their conversations. Like, it's not, they're just they're talking in circles. I- <laughs> Ian was kind of speculating earlier, like, with Nicole Franzel in the storage room. Franny. Yeah, mm-hmm. Franny. Uh, kind of being like, if it's a spelling comp, you know. I have a leg up and Nicole was just like, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do it. And he was like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I should. And she's like, do you think you're going to go up? And he was just like, it's a possibility. Uh, but it's always a possibility. Yeah. But Ian did have a long conversation with Cody last night, like in the wee hours of the morning, uh, BB time that really didn't go anywhere. And maybe that sat with him a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you listened to any of it, but it was a lot of. No, I did. I it mean, did... I, I just I wasn't watching it though. I was just listening to it. Oh my gosh, Janelle said she was talking to Keisha, and she was like, "Yeah, I, I would have went home bef- before um, before Will and All Stars." And Keisha was like, "Well, why? I think you get targeted so much. Like on your seasons, you're just always targeted." And Janelle goes, "Yeah." That's why I'm super bitter about floaters because I'm jealous and wish I could play that game. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was listening to that. Well, you can't with Kaser there. No. Guys, we've got to draw the line in the sand. This is how it's going to go. <laughs> I love, like, honestly, if I could have it my way, every season would be divided as hell and it would just be two sides. Like, I just It love- makes really good TV. I it was really re- does. I was really confident the first night that we were going to have a divided house. And now I'm not so confident that that's going to happen. But I just, I just wish it would. Cause like Memphis is not going to roll with Janelle and Kayser. It looks like one of Keisha and Kevin is likely to go home if they're on the block on Thursday. And you already have Danny kind of leaning towards uh, Cody and day and bay and, and Tyler's also associated with all of them. And you have Enzo on that side as well. It's just like, if you can't, that I think their best bet was to have this be an old school versus new school, but already everyone that would be considered old school is either on the block or already going up to Cody and Nicole Franzel or and just being like, let's work this out. Let's 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 roll together. And I think that's really disappointing because I don't want to see the season go that way. But I, at the same time, it's like this can't that's not going to last forever. Like no one's no. just no one's going to let that last. 
whether it be Kaser being involved in trying to mend these factions in a different direction uh, or what. I mean, I don't see Kaser being quiet about it. He's not going to be quiet about it, which is why I hope that there is going to be more of a side versus side thing. Um, I'm living for Kaser's pep talks. God. I hope I hope he never goes home just so I can hear him get so riled up about like he was like honestly he was furious that Memphis said that he would throw it to Keisha. He's furious. And he needed to talk to him now. <laughs> uh, I love it so much. I love Kaser. I think it's so funny. I love Kaser so much. I think he's my favorite male to ever play. I think he's the best looking um, male to ever play. That too. Uh, Actually, I don't know. Mark makes me like think things. Unpopular opinion. We're live right now. (laughs) Hey, Mark. (laughs) You just said Christmas. Uh, That's another line altogether. But I I did. Mark is dipping his toes in the bisexual pond. But, anyways. Continue. <laughs> Thomas Scott says David and Davon had a convo today that was interesting. They did. We talked about it a little bit, but I guess also Strider uh, was not in here for that either. We, uh, did we talk about it live or was that just us? No, we talked about it a little bit no, live. Did. I didn't really get into okay. the specifics, but uh, the really interesting parts that I encourage everyone to go watch back, uh, you know, without the feed cuts in between was a lot about last season or Davon talking to David about last season and asking him if oh, his about yeah. his friendship okay. with uh Jack and Jackson. And it was his his response to everything was interesting. And of course Davon kind of kind of digged a little bit. And now uh I think everyone has a little bit more understanding of where David's mindset is at with last season and especially Jack and Jackson. So everyone go listen mm-hmm. to that or watch it wherever you can find it. Um, yeah, I don't have um, a time. I don't have a time for you with that conversation, but uh, just like today. on find times. Yeah. Um, Scoot in chat. Hi, Scoot. Said, "Hi, Scoot. Uh, Memphis is such a disappointment. What? Period. Period. Why? Because he's not Why? aligning with Janelle and Kaser. He's, he's riding out people on the bottom. It's so annoying. Blame Derek Levasseur." Why? No, I do. Freaking Dan and Derek making their little minions work together. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Why? Why do you want Memphis so badly to be willingly at the bottom? So you want him to be I, willingly at the bottom on... I don't, no, he would have been so fine had he kept that information to himself. What does he gain by outing out people who are extremely loyal to him? Because... That's he paints the target new. on them and proves that he's loyal to more of the the Cody mm-hmm. newer people that are working together. That's not who his Does he think is. that he has any pull over there? Because he doesn't. I mean, I don't think that's his issue right now. I don't think he wants pull. I think he wants safety. And right now, the people he's that he's probably reporter. closely associated with are the people that are in jeopardy of going home. No, I'm literally... All y'all say the best game plan for everyone. Shit talk Kaser and Janelle. Even though they're safe, do it. It's the best game move. No, it's not. It's literally not. You're painting targets for the next couple weeks, though, if they don't win HOH. Why would you want to target the target on people who are already 
targeting, being targeted. Wouldn't you want to shift the target to elsewhere? Because when Janelle and Kaser go, which is very likely in the next few weeks, who's it going to be? Who do you, who would you rather Memphis paint the target on? Because he because ha- he also painted a little bit on Ian. He was talking to Cody about Ian oh, a little bit. The next person in the chopping list. I mean, like, come on. I just think this gameplay is so like people are playing so scared and it's so frustrating. I I don't okay. Uh, I, I <laughs> it's we're, we're four days we're four days into the game. I don't know what you expect and them I'm, to be playing like right now. Not like this. You want everyone to play exactly like Kaser? Honestly, that'd be iconic. It would be amazing, yes, but it's not. It's not smart. I don't think. No, it's not smart. It's so, inter- entertaining. It's not smart. So they, so you want everyone to align with Cody, who I didn't is, say I want that at no, all. No, I'm not at all. I, I don't care who it is. That's who his alliance is with, though. So. What do you want him to do? Why would Memphis align? Like, I get it. Be friends with Cody. Be cool with Cody. Have a little thing on the side. But actively throwing out people who are 100% loyal to him, when he was going to be safe either way, it's like, at this point, they're kicking people who are already down. I don't think we know that Memphis thought that he was 100% safe, necessarily. And he's not completely just like disassociating himself from Keisha and Janelle and Kaser at the same time. I think that maybe in Memphis's mind a little bit that his probably perceived closest ally would be Keisha just because they're on the same season. And you have Janelle and Kaser already being over. Like, and no matter how much that they're friends now, that's still in the back of your mind. So you're not going to 100% trust her. Right. You're only going to trust her to a degree. So you're going to trust a group full of new schoolers? No, like, he's trusting Cody all- because that's who his pregame alliance is with. That was who he was set up with on a blind date by Derek yeah. and Dan. Mm-hmm. Well, Supposedly. I mean, I'm not confirming that. But no, they it, definitely have. There's, I mean... I, otherwise i mean he didn't watch memphis's season like so that's the only reason they would be connected well because cody hasn't watched anybody's season except his own which he thinks is the best season he's wrong daniel is spilling daniel i agree with you memphis should have kept that info from caser to himself information is key that's all i'm Mm -hmm. saying there was no no... that's that's true information is power my the only reason that I'm so tickled at your with this just goes back to the segment that I just wanted to have on the show just in general is I wanted to have um just a 10 minute segment of just Daniel and I wanted to call it I don't even remember now like bi- oh biased bitching with an icon and let Daniel just go off. Because the only reason I'm smiling at everything that you're saying is because I think it's hilarious. Because if the roles were reversed, it wouldn't be an issue. It definitely, if Janelle was running this game, I would be up here. Janelle's running the game. She's doing so good. People are so stupid for not recognizing it. But that's just not the case. So I I feel like I'm I'm biased. You're right. I'm biased Janelle's because not I love running the game. Right. So it's just annoying that like every time we talk about someone, 
that is actively putting a target on Janelle and Kaser's back, like it can't be smart for all 13 of them to be doing that. Like it's that's not but y'all make the defense, oh, they're just trying to put the target on Janelle and Kaser's back. Okay, like yes. And maybe if one or two people in the cast were doing that, that'd be fine. But it's literally like 10 plus people. And at that point, it's not it, you don't gain nothing from doing it. That was a double negative. You, so they do gain. Everything. So they gain everything from doing it. Is yeah, what you're they gain everything. <laughs> you don't gain anything from doing there it. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, it's much better. It's also grammatically correct. Um, yeah, we and I only pointed that out just because we had the discussion earlier, and you told me to give you an example, and I couldn't think of one. That was one. <laughs> okay, well, you do. They don't gain anything from doing it, so it's just frustrating that. It is it, frustrating. It is. I think, though, so let's, okay. You know how earlier you were telling me how, how you like to enjoy the game of putting yourself in it? Let's play this game for a second. Okay. So if you're in the house and you know, okay, well, first of all, you're in the house, but you're not Daniel because you can't, um, you, you can't be in the house because you would lay your life down for Janelle. So you got to be somebody else <laughs> with no affiliation. Like, no love, no love for Janelle. Okay. Like you're it's indifferent. Like, not Rachel. Roxy has said this about like Rachel too, but I really don't feel like I would. I would definitely like work with them because I just mesh with them. And I think that I would probably work with people that I like, but would I like lay down for them? I don't think I would. Um, I mean, I know I wouldn't. So I think anyway. you would, but you wouldn't intend to. I mean, I would definitely fight for them. And like, if they're saying put Janelle in the block, I'd be like, that's probably not a smart idea. And like, try and maneuver out of it. But no. Okay. Well, let me ask you. Okay. Well, okay. And you just proved my point. You can't be Daniel, but you're in the house. Um, right. And Can I be every... Rachel. Since Rachel's not there. This experiment is never gonna work. <laughs> are you are you pre- are you pregnant, Rachel? In this scenario, I am Alyssa. How about that? Which why the hell is Chris in there over Alyssa? Anyways, was Alyssa an option? I don't know, but she should have been. Over Alyssa Chris. was on season fifteen. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not a real season, in the eyes of CBS. I mean, they brought I Alyssa like back. That season. Well, I didn't brought- say you didn't like that season. I'm just saying CBS doesn't acknowledge that that's a real season in Big Brother well, I history. I can't help it that CBS is stupid. <laughs> I said it. And I meant it. No. I just... Can we- Did you see earlier when um, Danielle was talking... Uh, who was she talking to? Keisha. About Rachel. Did you see it, Daniel? And what Rachel's like? I'm wait. Repeat that. Let me just look it up. I'll tell you real quick what she said. Nicole Francis said that Janelle or uh, Rachel wasn't an all star. She did. That's what Nicole Francis said. Well, she's an idiot. No, okay. Let's see. Oh, you Danny and Janelle talking about Rachel and how they said that Rachel would jump over the fence with her fetus hanging out of her to play. Oh, I did not catch that. Uh, <laughs> or something like that. That's what no, Danny and Janelle were talking it was, about. It was, it was Danny and Bailey, okay? Wow. And they were talking. And uh, Bailey's like, Rachel is so goofy. And Daniel goes, or Danny, Danny goes, 
Uh, she's insane. That's the word you're looking for. She goes, but I think she's totally different in real life. I hated her on the show, but she's really caring and a nice person. On the show, she's abrasive. <laughs> and that makes me laugh so hard because I say that all the time. Like, show Rachel and real Rachel, not the same person at all. I like Rachel in real life. I mean, I don't know her in real life, but in real life, but, and on the show, I do think she's a phenomenal competitor. I would never say she's not. She's amazing, but she is so polarizing. I would want to strangle her and Daniel would be like, Oh, I love you. I want to play with you and do everything that you say. Okay. Rachel said to do this. This is what I'm going to do. And that would be the difference. And I'd be like, she has got to go. <laughs> Uh, it made me laugh so hard, though, that that's what she said, like, on the show. I would not work with the same people if you were in the house at all. No. Mm-mm. I but don't think we would. We'd be double agent, we'd be comparing notes, and then, like, go to final two, and I'd but win. But would that make us rats or snakes? Um, We'd be snakes. I think we would be rats, Daniel, according to your definition. I think now that we've had I'm a- okay with it. I think- I'm fine. No. Because I would be telling you my stuff and you'd be telling me your stuff. We'd be Oh, but we wouldn't be sharing it with other people. We would only be sharing it with each other. I, yes. I think oh, okay, I, so we're snakes. I think now that we've had officially a callback to a joke earlier in the podcast, that means that we should end it. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for watching through all of our nonsense and non really uh, specific Big Brother talk that was mixed in with some live feed updates, uh, which really should be the title of the video. And yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with actually an episode two recap. No live feed update tomorrow, but we will have a recap for the episode tomorrow night, whenever that's going to be. Uh, apparently, it's going to be delayed for a golf thing, a golf thingy. Uh, I think that's the that thing that's the right word. Um, but who watches golf? <laughs> uh, a lot of people. Yeah, not wait, me. It's boring. More but... people. More people watch golf than Big Brother. Uh, really? Yes. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> But we'll be we'll be back tomorrow night uh, to discuss that episode. And in the meantime, if you aren't subscribed to the channel, please do. If you want to like this video, that helps us out a ton. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I'm at Spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. If you want to join our Facebook group, that link is in the description below. Join our feeds chat. Just search our reality on the live feeds if you have them. Um, yeah, that's it. No more things. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.